September 11th, 2001. A day we promise to never forget. There is no question the sincere promise many have made and many make again every year to never forget. Yet not forgetting is only part of what we really mean when we recite this phrase. We must do more than ensure we do not forget. We must also ensure our future generations know of what happened and that they too heed the lessons from that day. To accomplish this, we must first ensure our youth knows the description of events that occurred. Our charge every year is to retell the story, to write about it, to read about it, to listen to it. Just as with great stories of the Bible, we repeat the history of Moses leading the Israelites from Pharaoh's land of Egypt. And we tell repeatedly how David overcame Goliath. We do this so that these chronicles are not forgotten by us or by our children. It is the retelling that ensures these narratives last and that the lessons they provide do as well. Over 120 years ago, Americans were chanting, Remember the Maine! Which was a pivotal catalyst hastening the inevitable Spanish-American War, costing hundreds of American lives. Whether the conclusion of the Maine sinking was accurate or not, very few remember the USS Maine today. People do not remember the Maine today or the chant because we stopped telling the story. But for this event, we cannot allow such a fate. The unequivocal evil that occurred on that horrifying day must be revisited annually. Many adults, including voting adults, were not even alive to witness the events unfold those 20 years ago. September 11th, 2001, a day that started as a common morning in America. Nobody yet knew that 19 maliciously plotting members of the Islamist terrorist group named Al-Qaeda boarded four separate commercial airliners filled with men, women, and children. At 8.46 a.m., the first of the terrorists accomplished their audacious mission on American Airlines Flight 11. American 11, are you trying to call? Nobody move. Everything will be okay. If you try to make any move, you danger yourself and the airplane. Just stay quiet. They hijacked the plane and flew it directly into the North Tower of the World Trade Center in New York. Killing all on board and ensuring the sudden death of hundreds inside the tower. 
This just in, you are looking at a, obviously a very disturbing live shot there. That is the World Trade Center, and we have unconfirmed reports. In a matter of moments, national news channels had the disturbing image on television screens across the country. At first, there were unconfirmed reports that a small plane accidentally flew into one of the two iconic towers, which represented America's command of the world economy through free trade for decades. Moments later, the second plane, American Airlines Flight 77, was taken over above Southern Ohio. And at 9.03, the third plane, United Airlines Flight 175, was flown into the South Tower of the World Trade Center. This confirmed to the country what few had thought possible. America was undergoing a highly successful attack on its own land. Pandemonium erupted at the scene of the towers as thousands tried to flee for their lives away from the two burning buildings. Others, others would jump out of windows, choosing one form of certain death over another. Shortly after, the coordinated attack continued as United Airlines Flight 93 became the fourth plane to be hijacked. Minutes later at 9.37 a.m., Flight 77 crashed into the United States Pentagon, the headquarters for the U.S. Department of Defense, in the symbol of the United States military. At 9.45 a.m., America's airspace was shut down by the government with the order for all aircraft to land at the nearest airport. Just under an hour from when the first plane crashes into the World Trade Center, the South Tower collapses at 9.59 a.m. Eight minutes later, at 10.07 a.m., the final remaining hijacked plane crashes into an open area in Somersort County, Pennsylvania. This was a result of heroic passengers who became aware of the terrorist intentions by successfully connecting phone calls to family members who informed them of the suicide terrorist attacks at the World Trade Center and the Pentagon. Hi, baby. I'm, baby, you have to listen to me carefully. I'm on a plane that's been hijacked. I'm on the plane. I'm calling from the plane. I want to tell you I love you. Please tell my children that I love them very much. And I'm so sorry, babe. I hope to be able to see your face again, baby. I love you. Bye. The passengers attempted to take back control of the plane. And because of their bravery, the plane did not reach its assumed destination of what is to believe either the White House or the U.S. Capitol building. By 10.28 a.m., both towers of the World Trade Center had totally collapsed before the eyes of the entire world on live television. In complete horror, we witnessed people running 
from the collapsing towers that still had so many still trapped inside, unable to evacuate in time. The heinous events of this day, the heinous events of this day resulted in 2,977 innocent human beings being murdered including 344 firefighters and 71 police officers who ran into the danger to save lives, only to lose their own. This horror was not result of a war or due to some great natural catastrophe. This was due to a savage and evil act committed by a terrorist group founded in 1988 by Osama bin Laden. This day reconfirmed to America and the world that evil is real. Pure evil exists. And we must never forget that. September 12th, 2001, the sun rose and America rose with it. In the face of terror and evil, the people of both small communities and large cities across the country united in spirit and became one. People were giving blood. They were racing to New York City from across the country to help with aid. They were giving money, and many other charitable initiatives were instantly being put into place in a vigorous and passionate manner. Just as with moments of crisis past, such as with the attacks on Pearl Harbor, we showed the world that we are a people. E pluribus unum. Out of many, one. A culmination of different races, ethnicities, religions, and backgrounds, but nonetheless, we are all Americans. The flag of our country was everywhere in the coming weeks, placed upon houses, cars, storefronts, clothing, and street corners. We rallied by the symbol that the terrorists were wanting to destroy. Everyone was afraid. Everyone was distraught. But everyone was united as the good people we are. Americans. September 11th, 2021. Well, that is up to all of us, isn't it? Will we continue to seek division among us? Or will we choose to recognize that we are a united people with commonalities far more important than any of our differences? Will we retell the story and teach our children and our grandchildren 
about the deprived attacks of 9-11 and the lessons we learned? Will we teach them that there is real, definite evil in this world and that good must labor to overcome it? Will we teach our children and grandchildren that the best version of us was how we responded to one another after 9-11? Americans loving each other, protecting each other, knowing they are united through one common nation. Peace through strength, unity through love. As the Bible tells us, encourage one another, be of one mind, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. The 2,977 souls that were ripped from the earth without provocation that day are at peace now in a real existence beyond time and space. I pray for comfort to the families of those souls that they may know that truth. West Orange, the choice is ours. This community can choose its character. On this 20th anniversary of remembrance, we should be one West Orange, together with one America, united by our love for goodness and our rejection of evil. <laughs>